Take that, bear. Right your bear nuts. Ah! Oh, Jesus. You have one of those, too. Yeah, fuck you. Hey, I got a big bear one. Bear fight would be sweet. Uh, Who wins in the uh, armor fight, you know? Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck you with that leg kick, dude. I love bear. He's the best. No, don't do it. I'm gonna do it. It's a big old bear time. Eat your face. Ow. Ah, see, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, what's the word? Capitalize on that launch. I was about to do something crazy. What? I fucking sidestepped that, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't. Oh, look at you. The X I, I did a cool thing, man. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that jab into the grab. Look at that. The old jab grab. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. I'm James. At least, at least you remembered the name that time. Yes, I did. I'm getting better. What's What's your name? My name is Leo. Oh, and uh, we got our blood pumping today because we just came off of playing some Tekken. Uh, we're going to be talking about fighting games today, specifically Tekken 7 and Street Fighter 5. This is the first time we've done two games uh, as our main topic, but I figure what better than a fighting game to have uh, two games go head to head, right? Sure. And two of the most like popular fighting games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both of them are uh, big. Both of them will be featured uh, this coming Sunday at Evo, uh, which is the other reason we're, we're talking about fighting games today. Uh, if you're not aware, Evo is the uh, uh, biggest and most prestigious annual fighting game tournament. Uh, and Street Fighter V and Tekken 7 will both be featured Sunday on finals day and also all day Saturday and Friday uh, as well. But the Sunday is the finals day. Um, so yeah, you want to you want to you want to get right into this? Which which one of these games uh, are you more itching to talk about? Let's talk about Tekken. Let's talk about Tekken. So what what is your history with the Tekken games? This is my very first Tekken game, Tekken 7. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I did lots of uh, Tekken playing in arcades, like back when people would actually go to the arcade, like often. You know, you, you'd spend mm -hmm. some time at your local arcade and, and rack up some tickets, and um, mm -hmm. played a lot of Tekken with my dad. And okay. uh, there must have been, yeah, Tekken two or Tekken three, probably. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, I, I wasn't a professional by any means, but I was familiar with all of the characters. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's my experience with it. Yeah, this is my very first Tekken game, and and um, uh, this this year has been kind of uh, an awakening of fighting games for me personally, uh, because my my history with fighting games has previously just been the Super Smash Brothers series. Uh, I was uh, I, well, you and I both were I don't know pseudo serious in competing in Super Smash Brothers. We went to many weekly tournaments we went to ceo 2014 right probably i also did paragon orlando i did some tournaments at pax i did uh, last year i did ceo dreamland um but this is the first time uh this year that i have taken interest in a non-super smash brothers fighting game a more like two tra 2d like traditional fighting game 
So er earlier this year, I got into Street Fighter V, and now the amount of of uh, fun I had learning Street Fighter V and like uh, I don't know, just learning all the mechanics and whatever with 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 Street Fighter V has opened me up to trying more uh, more fighting games. So maybe three months ago or so, I started playing Tekken. Um, now I haven't I haven't put the amount of time into Tekken that I've put into Street Fighter. I I don't know I'm I've I played through the story mode I, I did a little bit of uh, like casual play with you with some of my other friends but um, I haven't put a ton of time into into playing Tekken but I must say it has impressed me a lot. Hmm. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I mean I, I I enjoy the game for what it is. You know, I don't know. I, I'm I'm I am kind of a big fan of 3D fighters, um, and we'll, we'll I'll, okay. I'll embellish on that a little bit more later. But uh, like when it comes to 3D fighters versus 2D fighters, there's kind of a big difference in that 3D arena versus the 2D uh, kind of flat space and mm -hmm. how the games play out usually. And one of the things I think this game struggles with, to me, is a little bit of an identity issue um, because it has it has to compete okay. with games like Street Fighter. So. And it even you know showcases a Street Fighter character in the game, uh, so so it kind of has to cater to that audience while also still being the having the three D mechanics. And I felt like it, sometimes it was frustrating because it wasn't enough of a three D fighter for me. But all that said, really, um, I mean, I, I did I do enjoy the game for what it is. Um, I don't think it's a bad game, but I think I'm looking for something else when I play a three D fighter. That's interesting to me that you that you say this. Uh, you think you, this game suffers from like an identity crisis. I mean, it, I, I was surprised at how much because I played through like the story mode. I was surprised at how much Akuma, the Street Fighter crossover, was present in uh, Tekken's story mode. Yeah, uh, I was. He, he's almost like one of the main characters, and that was yeah. really surprising. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to be featured in in the story mode at all. But um, it never. It never. I mean, I have nothing to compare this to. I can't compare this to Tekken Six or Five or Four, Three, Two. I, I have nothing to compare this to. But it didn't feel like it wasn't a Tekken game. Like it never felt like a Street Fighter game. You know? No. Um, yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's that drastic. It's just more like I'm comparing the game to 3D fighters such as um, Virtua Fighter, Soul yep. Calibur, yep. and Dead or Alive. Yep. Like those three games are kind of like three of my top favorite kind of like you know, three D fighting games. And stuff. Oh wow! Okay. They they, I don't know that that the the feel of how the three D element affects the gameplay, and this is just as a as a beginner in the Tekken series. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sell, sell me on this because that's something I was really struggling with 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 Tekken. Um, I mean, I like the game, but I was struggling with the three D versus two D. I felt like that was like one more thing i had to keep track of so like sell me on why 3d fighters are are the way to go well okay so and i mean let's let's use dead or alive as an example because that is okay. uh the game that i had the most experience with mm -hmm. uh so obviously when it comes to having the 3d format you're able to step you know in and out of the screen so you can uh, sidestep your opponent's attacks um the one of the things that i'm at least as a beginner Tekken 7 player that I'm experiencing, is that process is not, I guess, maybe noob-friendly. It's, it's not explicitly important in the in the beginning, so maybe as you get better at the game, it, it becomes more important. But right now, I try to sidestep my opponents, and it feels like it's kind of slow or uh, inconsistent. 
in Dead or Alive, like sidestepping your opponent is a very fluid thing. I don't know. I think Dead or Alive even, I might be mistaken, but even in some Dead or Alive's, it was actually like different input on the controller to do it. Like you can hold hold the button and then move up and it'll just, you know, instantly sidestep you. Um, regardless, even if the input was not diff- that much different, the action like was just quicker. Like it was such a big part of the game from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that element is a big difference from 2D fighters. Uh, and then kind of, um, like Dead or Alive focuses specifically on, I wouldn't say like realisticness or something like, or like accuracy with like your uh, martial arts and everything, but mm-hmm. in a way it does. Like it, it, it specifies the specific martial arts that different characters use. And so each character has a unique style that you can actually like, like yeah. visibly see in your attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Tekken kind of does that. But the the thing that Dead or Alive does differently is it like actually matters, <laughs> like yeah, uh, you know people's like certain attacks might be uh, slower but more powerful and and the way to counter that is one of the key factors of Dead or Alive is kind of this um, counter mechanic they have where it's like it's not just pressing back and blocking like a Street Fighter like a two D game which is something Tekken is doing, it's mm-hmm. like just blocking doesn't really I don't know. It's important in Dead or Alive, but the more important thing is to read your opponent's move based on that martial art that they're using. You know, like, kind of where their attack is going, and you can either mm-hmm. parry up high or parry in your center section or parry down low. Mm-hmm. And some of the Tekken characters have a parry mechanic. Yeah, kind of I think I think that's a universal mechanic in Tekken. I think that's a universal mechanic. Every single character has a has a parry. I think you have to, like, press forward and one of the punches or something but but it's, it's and this is just it, yeah. as a new player there's probably more to it if i were to get further into tekken but mm-hmm. that's not as like explicitly like the way i play tekken now is just it feels kind of like 3d street fighter uh well that's that's good that you bring up street fighter because i want to uh start uh comparing and contrasting these two games uh a little more and you you, you spoke to um the what what was it that wasn't noob friendly the sidestepping yeah, the sidestepping. So I think I think this is something both Street Fighter and Tekken are kind of guilty of. And I think this is a problem with uh, the larger fighting game genre as a whole. I do not think modern fighting games do tutorials well at all. Like, they're <laughs> all bad yeah. like bad 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 yeah uh like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna criticize tekken because i honestly don't even remember what the tutorial is in tekken I, is there one even I, that's what i was gonna say is like i i don't even know the tutorials always exist in these games yeah yeah that's terrible that's terrible and that's why because one of the biggest problems that i see facing fighting games is um it's just hard to onboard new players into these games like yeah. the, the, the the people the people that play them are already really good at them, and it's hard to get new blood in, into the game because, uh, I mean, people pick up a fighting game, they get their ass kicked, and they're like, well, that sucked, I'm not doing this again, and then they just quit. But that's not the experience that you want. Like, you want you want a really thorough onboarding uh, system, which, if, if that exists in Tekken, it's hidden, which is bad. Uh, Street Fighter, when you first launch Street Fighter, I think it teaches you some of the basic, basic, basic stuff. It's, you know, how to move your character, how to block, how to jump, whatever. Here's your light kick, medium kick, strong kick, and then all the punches, whatever. <clears throat> and then that's it. And then it just sends you running. I, I, it might explain some of the other high-level concepts, but it doesn't go into detail at all. Now, they have specific... Um, 
like character tutorials in Street Fighter, but the only thing those tell you are like how to do those characters' special moves. And in some cases, not all cases, in some cases, it'll tell you what some of the properties of these moves are. Uh, that to me is like the bare, 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 bare minimum that your fighting game needs to have as, as a tutorial. Uh, and and I am I am targeting almost every fighting game, every modern fighting game. I have not seen a good fighting game tutorial out there. What what I want to see is I want to see tutorials that start going into like game situ like okay. Like, in Street Fighter, it'll say, like, here's the Hadouken, right? Right? You can shoot a fireball projectile. And here's the Shoryuken, right? And you do this motion, and then you jump up in the air. But why? Why do I want to do that? When should I use that? Like, I mean, I know that the Shoryuken is good as, A, an anti-air attack, and, B, a combo ender. But Street Fighter doesn't tell me that. Like, th like the, the tutorial needs to tell you that. Like, this is good as an anti-air. And and guess what? Now we're going to put you in a situation where your opponent is going to jump in and you have to anti-air him successfully five times. Uh, or um, uh, here, here's here's a very simple combo. You need to do this combo and then end it with the Shoryuken. Uh, and, 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 I mean, they do have some of that stuff in Street Fighter and, and I'm pretty sure in, in Tekken as well. If you go into like the train... Kind of buried though, right? Well, it's in the training mode. They have like a combo. Almost every fighting game does this uh, where where you go into like the, the training mode or practice mode and then it'll just have like a list of combos and then it's just like, yeah, just do these over and over and over again. But like those are like... Okay, so in Street Fighter, what they have you practice are like your max damage combos. But like... Unless you like stun your opponent or your opponent doesn't know how to space and block, then you're you're not going to be able to use your max damage combo every single time. Like it doesn't Street Fighter does not cover footsies, it doesn't cover the neutral game, it doesn't cover poking, counter poking, it doesn't like there's so many things, there's so many concepts in 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 Street Fighter that are integral, like really important to be able to like really understand what the meta is in that game and like really like take yourself from like a button masher and graduate to at least playing the game at like a medium level, which is where I feel like I am right now. But, but none of that stuff exists. So like your casual players are just content to mash buttons all day and they never learn the game and they get their ass kicked online and they just quit. Like that's a failure. That's a failure on behalf of all of these fighting games. Like that, that goes for street fighter. That goes for Tekken. That goes, um, Dragon Ball, I've, I've been playing a little bit of Dragon Ball Fighters. Maybe we'll talk about that game later. The tutorial is slightly better in, in DBZ, but it's still bad. Like, it, it doesn't cover... It. Like, I want to see more situational stuff. Like, uh, anyway, yeah, that is my I rant. Mean, I, that no, I, I was going to say that. I, I mean, I, I completely agree. Like, I mean, th I think that the developers of these games are just kind of lazy because they know their player base is the kind of player base that, that, that does this yeah. stuff through YouTube videos and through forums yes, and stuff. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. They've offloaded all of this stuff to like the hardcore players and burdened them with doing that. But here's the other thing that blows my mind. Capcom has like a character introduction series that does a pretty decent job of like, okay, here's um, Ryu. He's a, a, a very well-rounded character. He, here's Ken. He's a more offensive uh, ori uh, oriented version of Ryu. He has a lot of the same moves, but 
he he needs to play more offensively. Here's you know whatever uh, Dalsim. He's he's more of a zoner. He wants to keep you out. Whatever. These are just videos they put on YouTube. Like why are these not in the game? Because that helps new players figure out what like the characters do and figure out like who they want to main. Does does what I want to do in this game match with that character's ideal play style? You know, like put that in the game. Why is that a YouTube video anyway? Ah, get, got my blood boiling about bad <laughs> tutorials in... Uh, anyway, yeah. I totally agree, though. Yes. Totally agree. I, 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 the same thing with Tekken, because I'm actually very, very interested in in, in uh, learning Tekken and, and uh, whatever, graduating from just uh, trying random moves and whatever. But the way you have to go about doing that is, like, go to Reddit and look at the you know, slash R slash Tekken seven. And then like dig through all this information. No, just put that in the game. Like put it. Why do I have to open a separate thing? Ah! Anyway, go ahead. Um, um, we're, we're, we're too old for that, man. We don't have the patience to be going around trying to find all this data and these, you know, posts. That's why you did it with street fighter. You know, maybe you were bored one day and decided to look into it, but now you don't really want to like go through that whole process again with another game yeah i mean like coming coming from super smash brothers i get it i get especially coming from melee i get it because that game is not really designed as a fighting it's designed as a party game and the competitive community has come up with you know all these special rules and whatever to make it competitive i get it i get why there's not better tutorials in melee Coming into Street Fighter and coming into Tekken, I was expecting those things to exist. I was like, okay, this is a real ass fighting game. Like, I'm going to learn me some fighting game. But it's the same thing. It just throws you into the game. It's like, good luck. Have fun. I'm like, yeah, but I want to learn more. And it's like, yeah, well, just go to Reddit and, like, search around the community. They'll they'll probably have some tutorials for you or, ugh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a failing yeah. on modern fighting games. Fighting game totally. developers... Make better tutorials. Do it. Here's something uh, that is true of both Tekken 7 and Street Fighter 5. Why are there obnoxiously long load times in both of these games? Yeah. Uh, just really, really long load times. Uh, I mean, I get it. Where These are like modern fighting engines. But like, all you're doing is loading some character models in a background, right? Like, why is this taking so long to load? And the thing about... Tekken that makes it even more egregious is Tekken has like a rematch button when you're playing casually that Street Fighter like okay Street Fighter has a like play again button but it takes you back to the character select screen so annoying uh sure I mean it can be annoying if 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 you just want to keep playing without switching your character you should you should have two options you should have go back to the menu screen or rematch sure Uh, and I think Tekken has that but the rematch button keeps the same character and keeps the same map but there's like a 20 second loading screen even if you've just played a match like what are you loading yeah. like you 20, should have 20 all that seconds stuff. is that's generous you're giving them yeah. a generous count there. yeah it may be that may be generous uh i don't yeah, yeah. Uh, oof anyway all right um i want to talk a little bit about these games as these games as consumer products uh, because I think that needs to be addressed in the case of Street Fighter because a lot of people when they hear Street Fighter 5 they just associate that game with its disastrous launch uh, so if you're not aware Street Fighter 5 uh, I, I, it, I'm just going to say it it was very obviously rushed and released way too early way too early 
Uh, there yeah. were, I think, what, like 10 playable characters at launch. There was no single player mode. There was no arcade mode. There was no... I, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this game got blasted at launch for for uh it was a bare bones game uh wow that's terrible and unfortunately i mean it did the the sales they got it sold fairly well with competitive people because they didn't really care because i mean it's got a versus mode and it's got an online mode and they can play it competitively so whatever they don't care about the single player they don't care about the arcade mode they don't care about any other features and that's fine but what I think Capcom didn't realize is a, a significant, a majority of, of your Street Fighter sales are going to come from the more casual people, the, the, the people that just pick this game up and want to just mess around uh, either in single player mode or, you know, whatever. But that that didn't exist uh, at launch. And uh, in addition to that, this game launched at $60. And like I said, there was only, what, I think, 10, maybe 12. I I might be slightly exaggerating the initial playable roster, but not by much. Uh, and then they wanted, in addition to the $60, they wanted another $15 as like a season pass for the first round, for the first season of characters. Uh, and that has kind of been the business model for Street Fighter for a long time until earlier this year when they launched Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, where they uh, they finally added that arcade mode. They had since added the single player mode in, uh, mm-hmm. and they also made the season one and season two characters free. Uh, which is what got me to buy the game. Uh, I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah by I, the time I came in, I, I got a bunch of characters by the time I bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, they, that game has never really recovered from the disaster that it had at launch. Uh, there there are some things that have vastly improved about Street Fighter. Like I said, they've added that single-player mode. They've added the arcade mode. They've uh, in, input lag. That was another big controversy at launch. There was, whatever, eight frames of input lag at launch. Uh, that that has gotten better. I know at the time of recording, there is another controversy about variable input lag in Street Fighter V, uh, but it has at least gotten better since it was at launch. Um, but I I still how does this bother you at all? How aggressively Capcom has like priced their microtransactions in? Uh, Street Fighter Five and how like aggressively in your face they are. Like you have to like buy every single alternate costume, every single yeah. alternate color, every single stage, every single like. If you don't have the new characters, you got to buy those. You got to like everything is just nickel and diming you. You got to buy the music. Yeah. You got to buy the. It it's just like ugh. Like it's just <laughs> well they got gross. they got to try to they got to try to recoup the revenue after you know messing up the launch so bad man. I get it, and I like I, <laughs> we're we're probably never going to see the numbers on this, but I think the way to do that is to make a better product, which well, yeah. they've done. They've done that with Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Like I think this game is now arguably what it should have been two years ago when it launched. Uh, but I don't like adding more microtransactions and just being aggressively gross about pricing and nickeling it's a lazy way to do it. it's lazy but like i don't think that's effective like for people like me that turns me off more than it makes me want to like buy and play the game like what about you yeah but for for like you know 20 percent of people it does that like you and me but then you know uh, the other 80 percent of people are ooh, a new costume and then they kind of buy it so yeah 
Yeah, and, and I uh, I actually will admit to purchasing quite a bit of additional costumes in Street Fighter V. I think uh, the the art design and uh, the modeling team that that creates these new characters and creates these new costumes they've done a really really good job with that. The models, for the most part, I think the character models and the animations in Street Fighter V are real slick. Uh, now, I know there's some problems, like, people always complain about, like, Ken's face looks really weird. Alex's hair looks really weird. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of exceptions. But for the most part, I think, um, like, especially the animation is really slick yeah. in Street Fighter V. Um, the only exception to that, and I've noticed this in Tekken as well, hmm. is uh, they're using physics engines to simulate, like, clothing and like right. hair and like other um other things any anywhere anywhere there's an object that could be physics enabled right. that is not integral to um like frame data like like throwing a punch or throwing a right. kick like, or like making actual an character input data kind of like, like yeah that they're starting to use like physics engines to simulate that kind of stuff right. and i think it's more successful in tekken than it is in street fighter uh in street fighter like there's a lot of clipping issues where like like the, the characters' costumes will clip into each other and like hair will clip through costumes and then like hair will start like bouncing around and freaking out and like <laughs> I don't know there's a couple of characters like um, like Mika and uh, uh, Nikali and a couple of the other characters just like they just look bad and especially Fong who has these like long um, draping sleeves just the physics engine just makes him look bad like everything's clippy and just ugh. like uh i that is the one thing i wish they would change about the animation in that game is just uh just don't do the physics engine thing like you, like you don't, don't you know do who you it. gotta look at for physics engines based like uh-huh. you know, costuming and art is dead or alive yeah now i'm excited about um because i think we're on what are we on now doa six i think is the new one that is coming i don't know probably yeah Uh, i'm excited about that because it seems like the development team is making a push to try to get doa six taken a little more seriously as a competitive fighting game because i know they've like because okay when people think about doa they think about ass and titties that's just that's just a thing that's a thing. Boobies, they yes, exactly. Like that's what you think about when you think about that game. And I know they're making a conscious effort to to tone down the sexualization. Well, it's not all I think about. I also think about you know a really rich combat system with accurate martial arts uh, choreography and sure, sure. But that's the second thing you think about, and not the first thing, or or at least then to... boobies. Yeah, exactly. So like if you if you tone some of that stuff down, then hopefully the thing people will think about when they think about DOA 6 is uh it's a really fun fighting game. So I'm 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 interested to see what's going to come. Uh hope maybe we get a preview this weekend at Evo. I know there's um some sort of exhibition tournament for DOA 6. That would be exciting. I'd also like to see some uh new smash footage. Yes, yes. Uh I'm I am hopeful that we will get uh one or two character announcements for Smash yeah. Ultimate. We'll see. We'll see. It's supposed to be like every character, right? So, every, oh yeah, well, every single every... character is is coming back, but uh, I have a feeling they still have a couple other character reveals up their sleeve, you know, for new okay. characters. Yeah. Um, what so else is there? Anything? Is there final, any final other things? Thoughts on, final thoughts on Tekken or 
or something like um, or, or Street Fighter or let's see Tekken I think uh Tekken's a really solid game there's there's I mean aside yeah. from that whole rant I had on tutorialization uh which <laughs> I is mean, which that's is, every fighter yeah yes that's a rampant problem across all fighting games all, right. almost all fighting games um I think Tekken's a really solid game I love um because I played Tekken after Street Fighter and how like it just grosses me out how like aggressively Street Fighter monetizes everything and then to go over to Tekken and then on the flip side just how like generous that game is with its in-game currency like it just gives you money constantly uh, (laughs) which you can use to buy like new costumes and new whatever and this is this is not like there is no way to take real money and buy these things. Like you have to play the game and get the in-game currency. Like th- there is no conversion between real money and Tekken's in-game currency, which I like that. I and it was very generous with it. It was like, hey, play the game and then you can unlock some cool costumes and stuff for your favorite characters. Which, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention. I really like. Did you go in and mess around with the like custom character thing or no, the like uh, character costume? Uh, customization options they have in Tekken. No, no, I haven't messed around with that yet. It's it's decently full featured and it's yeah. uh, it's good. I I made some very dumb costumes. I mean, Tekken. I think both Tekken and Street Fighter have a sense of humor. They take themselves seriously, but they're never afraid to get a little goofy. But like Tekken can ramp that absurdity up to a level that I don't think Street Fighter is comfortable going to. Like they're we just played a game where a giant bear hit a little girl, uh, hit her with a giant salmon in like a home run, like that a baseball. Very silly. Very silly. It's extremely silly, but like that sort of like absurdist uh, humor is reflected in a lot of the like costume uh, options that are available. Like you can just make uh, like even the serious characters like Hihachi you can just make them look totally absurd. Like, you know, just put makeup on them, you know, put them in, you know, give them dumb hats and like outrageous, uh, just absurd clothes. And uh, yeah, it's good. I I enjoy that. Uh, and it made me wish that Street Fighter had that, uh, just a, a custom costume thing. Yeah. I would like to spend more time with Tekken. I think that's a game that I would probably enjoy getting better at. Yeah, uh, I think Street Fighter is also good. I don't. There are a lot of there are a lot of really frustrating problems with Street Fighter, and almost all of them are not gameplay related. Like it's all about that game as a consumer product and how questionable like how questionable that game is as a good product because <laughs> yeah. uh i don't know yeah yeah i mean like i i think i agree mostly with your your stance on uh, on tekken and uh-huh. and with street fighter i think that i i i just barely think it's good enough like <laughs> yeah i i i like street fighter the fighting and then i hate everything else about it yeah <laughs> but, um yeah, yeah that's 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 pretty fair i think uh yeah now, having said that, um, do you want to move into our top five today, which let's, is going to be uh, our top five fighting games? Yeah. So top five fighting games. My number five came out this year, uh, and it has taken 
the fighting game community by storm. Uh, it is incredibly popular right now. For the first time ever uh, at, at an Evo tournament, uh, Street Fighter is not the most popular game by number of entrants. Mm. It is instead Dragon Ball Fighters for the first time ever. Wow. Uh, this is an incredibly popular game right now. Um, I like it a lot, um, but I will confess... Probably most of the reason I like this game is just my attachment to the franchise of Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure how much of a chance I would have given this game if it didn't have the IP attached to it. Uh, but um, even even having said that, uh, I, I, I enjoyed my time um, that I have played with Dragon Ball. I have not, similar to Tekken, I've not really put the time in to uh, really try to learn this game and try to get good at it uh i've i've mostly just played through the the story mode and then just played casual games with friends um but it's good uh if i were to offer one criticism about this game i think the combo strings and the block strings are obnoxiously long in this game so that yeah, means that's accurate. Uh, yeah, so like once you start getting comboed, you're just kind of watching your character eat shit for like a <laughs> long time, like 20 seconds sometimes. Just like and there's nothing you can do. Like you're just watching the uh, your opponent just beat the crap out of you for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the block strings. So sometimes if your opponent is attacking you, you just uh end up in a corner just holding the block button for a really long time and, anyway and that's actually a decision i think they did they made on purpose like they're trying to, they wanted to make it um casual player friendly so they're trying to make it where like your character's doing cool stuff while you're just mashing kind of yeah i i actually really like the auto combo system uh i mean yeah. th that might be controversial but i really like the auto combo system oh, in dragon it. ball i it, absolutely dig it yeah yeah it, it evens the, the playing field kind of well, yeah and it, and it lets somebody who has never played the game ever to just pick up a controller cool. and start instantly doing awesome stuff uh you, you yeah, just instantly start juggling your opponent and doing doing cool looking stuff just by pressing a single just by mashing a single button uh which yeah. is what I, I i think a lot of fighting game newbies tend to do that anyway uh, which is good. Sure. And also, um, before we move on, Dragon Ball Fighters looks gorgeous. Like hats oh, off, yeah. hats off to Arc System Works. They did a really good job with the animation in that game. Like it, it looks exactly like the anime in motion. Uh, and no other Dragon Ball game can say that. Uh, a lot, of, especially like some of the three D ones, just look Ugh, like they look really. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but this, I, yeah. I think this is even, I'm pretty sure this is truly a 3D engine because sometimes the camera will pan and rotate to show the full character model, but it always, uh, like, it's shaded in such a way that it looks like it's a 2D thing. I don't know. Whatever magic yeah. they're pulling with the character models uh, looks great. So, yeah. yeah. Um, great looking game uh, and uh, a good game if you're a fan of the Dragon Ball franchise. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Awesome. Uh, my number five is a little bit of a gimmick for a fighting game, but I really enjoyed it. The game is called Dive Kick. Yes, the game is called Dive Kick. I love uh, Dive like, Kick. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this is a game that, like, you know, and again, most of these games on this list have that same caveat that you said, where you know, keep in mind that you know we may not have studied these games to the level of Street Fighter or Smash Brothers in in how much we really became experts experts at the game, but. Dive Kick was a game that kind of was making fun of fighters, 
and that level of seriousness that people take with them and you know learning all the key mechanics but also at the same time was relatively deep in its gameplay <laughs> and uh the premise of the game is that there's only two controls like jumping and kicking uh but different characters would have different animations for for their kicks so there could be different lengths of like kind of like frame animations and um different ways they would kick across the screen or but it's all basically about jumping and and dive kicking your opponent and it's like one pixel perfect hit will will get you the victory so like you know there's no there's no leeway for for craziness it goes straight to the point of like whoever hits you first you're dead uh yeah the the other the other thing i think most people think about when they think of dive kick is there are only two buttons uh yes. that's it and no there's not even a joystick not even no. a stick there's no, no d-pad there's no there are two buttons that's it you jump and you kick that's it so it really boils down fighting games into like just their core mechanics which right. are like uh spacing and prediction and yeah. uh and i mean and you could still you could still move around left and right by just you know kicking Yep, you know, you're, just you're, jumping and kicking really quickly. Right. You could yeah. you can kind of space your character. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty successful experiment too. Like that, yeah. even even as simple as the game is, there's a lot of depth to it. Uh, it's good. It's Absolutely. it's a good time. It's I, I really really enjoyed my time for a game that only had two buttons. Yes. Like I mean, it was it actually brings a lot of really good entertainment. So check it out if yeah. you haven't checked it out. Dive kick. That's a good one for people who are intimidated by fighting games in general, because a lot of them have you know big long combo lists and lots of buttons and whatever. Dive kick does not have that. It is two buttons and you die in one hit. So it's a, it's a good one for people who get intimidated by fighting games. My number four, um, we just finished talking about it's Tekken Seven. I think that is one of the fighting games that I, if I spent a little more time with Tekken Seven, I I think I could really get a lot out of that game. Uh. I, I could I could see myself really enjoying the the process of of learning and trying to get good at that game. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Um, it's a good. It's a good game. It's it's hard to say. Okay, here here. How about this? It's hard to say anything bad about Tekken Seven. It's really hard to poke holes in, in that game. Okay, my number four. Um, I kind of will bundle up in your number five as well. So it's like Dragon Ball uh, Fighters uh-huh. uh, or Fighter Z slash Dragon Ball Z Super Butoden 3, I think it was oh, called. Okay, okay, yeah. So it's kind of like the both. And the reason I say that is because Fighters was the first game of any Dragon Ball <laughs> game made since the Super Nintendo that was actually good until going all the way back to Super mm-hmm. Buddha 3 which is like was my favorite um so like i think fighters definitely can can take over the mantle there uh but the the key thing about them is like really it's like the, the makers of these Dragon Ball Z games decided like oh people want 3D ridiculousness and none of that worked and then now with fighters they've gone back to okay let's just go to like 2D uh fighting again and then it's like so much better um, but uh, Super Budokan Three uh, was on SNES, and that was the first uh, Dragon Ball Z fighting game that I really felt did a good job of kind of portraying, um, feeling, making you feel like the characters in the game. There was actually like a flying mechanic, even though it was a two D game. Um, I forgot how the mechanic triggered, but you can 
do it in such that like you would jump up and the other character would follow you, follow you. And now you're fighting in the clouds, uh, even though it's still just a 2d game. Um, and just beautiful artwork that was very accurate to the anime series and stuff. And mostly these games, like you said, I play because I'm a fan of, you know, the show itself. So, um, so yeah, just kind of the Dragon Ball Z super booted in slash fighters, I guess is my number four. Nice. Uh, it's a good game. It is very popular right now. Uh, well, I, I didn't realize how, I, I mean, I, I definitely really enjoyed it, but it was one of those things where, um, you know, uh, I'm not very good at it and everything, so I haven't delved right. into it too, too deeply, but uh-huh. I, I mean, obviously I, I, I love the crap out of it. My number three, uh, I referenced my history with fighting games earlier as mostly being Super Smash Brothers. Um, this is a Super Smash Brothers style game, but it is not a Nintendo game. Uh, but it is very clearly influenced by Super Smash Brothers, specifically Super Smash Brothers Melee. This game is called Rivals of Aether. Uh, it is made by mostly one person, from what I understand. Um, it 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 is emulating Super Smash Brothers Melee's uh, gameplay. So this means uh, a fast paced, like combo heavy uh, fighting system. There's you know there's wave dashing. There's di. There's uh, uh, di being directional influence so when your character gets hit you can tilt the stick to affect your character's trajectory but it is uh it is really good and i think it's kind of a shame that this game uh is not more well known because i i think it's really well made uh because i've i've seen a lot of well not a lot of but there are a fair number of games that are emulating super smash brothers and, and trying to be super smash brothers this is one of the more successful ones that i've played uh that makes me really feel uh like the game systems are are are, are, are pretty in tune with each other it makes me feel like i'm playing melee and um one great thing i can say about this game is it like the tutorial is good but not quite what i was describing earlier but the tutorial is good in that it explains a lot of the concepts that the advanced concepts that melee does not so it covers um directional influence it covers survival di combo di it covers wall teching uh it covers uh uh wave dashing it covers all, all these um advanced it, it covers um dash attack canceled up smashes it covers all these uh, advanced techniques that uh, are in, in in Super Smash Brothers Melee and some of the other Smash games, but like they are things that are discovered and known by like the community. But of course, the the game itself doesn't go over these terms or explain them or anything. Oh, yeah. But um, Rivals does, and it has a, a pretty decent tutorial system. Uh, so yeah, if you like the Super Smash Brothers games competitively, specifically Super Smash Brothers Melee. Check out Rivals of Aether, A-E-T-H-E-R. Oh, that's funny that you had to spell Aether because I play Magic, so Aether is like well known as a word. <laughs> you know, uh, that's funny. All right. Um, well, speaking of Smash, my number three is the Super Smash Brothers series. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it might seem a little low, but it's because as much as I like this game, you know, I tend to get my ass kicked in it a lot. So it's not one that like, you know, is, is something I'm really proud of or anything. Um, but uh, I, I played one character and one character only, and that is Marth. Yeah, that's um, a good character. Who came in, made uh, came into Super Smash Brothers Melee, and and uh, has since been in every every one since then. Um, 
I mean, man, what can we say about Smash? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm dying know. to know what your number two and number one is. Oh, they're good. They're really good. Um, all right. I mean, we're going to have an entire episode about Smash Brothers. So I just oh, I'm sure at the it. end of the year when Smash Ultimate yeah, comes yeah. out. Yeah. So so I won't say too much, you know. But suffice suffice to say, we all know about Super Smash Smash Brothers. We all love their wide varying cast and 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 just the interesting game mechanics. It's not just your typical you know drop your opponent to zero game mechanics and um so we'll talk about it in the future but uh yeah super smash brothers series is my number three if you've never played a super smash brothers game uh you're doing it wrong (laughs) probably wait a few months until super smash brothers ultimate comes out and then buy a nintendo switch and then buy super smash brothers ultimate absolutely and then play with me and james (laughs) we're endorsing a game we've never played but uh from (laughs) everything that we know that it'll be great sure uh, my number two is Street Fighter V, um, and that is extremely high for uh, uh, a fighting game that has had the problematic history that Street Fighter has, um, and I think it speaks to how much fun the game is that it is still number two on my list, even with the the myriad of issues that it has become known and associated with. I mean, this this game is, it's it's fun, like... It's a lot of the same things that made Street Fighter 4 fun, but um, uh, they've made a lot of things slightly more beginner-friendly, so um, a lot of the inputs and a lot of the combos are a little more beginner-friendly, a little more lenient, uh, um, so like the the timings are not as strict on the combos, so that makes them a little more beginner-friendly. I know that's a really uh, contentious and... uh, uh, highly debated uh, opinion. Uh, the the input leniency in Street Fighter Five. Everyone's always debating the things that make it easier for new people. What, what's up with that? Elitist pricks. Yeah, there's kind of an attitude in the fighting game community that like if you don't understand it, just like get good, like just you know dumb. put the time in, keep practicing, get good. Which I guess you could you could say that about like Street Fighter Four versus Street Fighter Five and the input leniency. But, like, I was having a conversation with my friend the other day about what we talked about earlier with tutorialization in fighting games. I'm like, man, these these fighting games just don't have good tutorials. They don't. And he's like, well, players just need to get good. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, fighting games need to get good. Like, yeah. they need to get better tutorials. Like, that that's a huge problem that's facing fighting games is player retention. Like, when you when you get these new players in, they're, they're getting their ass kicked and they're not understanding what's happening because the game hasn't explained how to play it. Right. There, there's a balance. There's a subtle balance you have to, you have to have between kind of like um, making the game challenging for players who put in the effort, uh, but also yeah. making it so steep of a learning curve that new players just never want to try and climb that mountain. Sure. Yeah. Like you, you want you. I don't know. Fighting games in in particular are are a genre that really, really need. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting fighting games on notice. We need better tutorials. Anyway, what are we talking about? Street Fighter Five. It's great. I, I, um, friendly. Tell, tell you, to, to, it's, it is sort of. I mean, it is more beginner friendly than Street Fighter Four was sure. for sure. sure. Yeah, I think one of the things, I mean, the the animation is really clean and smooth. The character models look great. I mean, it's it's a pretty looking game for the most part. Um, tell you what, though, here here's here's a sign that I have really gotten to love Street Fighter. And 
one of the things that makes Street Fighter interesting is the amount of money and time and support that Capcom has g- g- put into supporting the competitive scene, uh, specifically their their Capcom Pro Tour uh, and all of the tournaments on that circuit. So all all of the like streaming and all of the I mean the prize support and all the stuff that Capcom has got has really made Street Fighter enjoyable as a spectator sport. Just just to watch the pros play Street Fighter is really enjoyable, and that kind of uh, when you're watching these really good players play Street Fighter, it's like oh man, that's amazing. I wish I could do that, and that makes you want to go back and play the game too. Uh, and I will tell you, it's a testament to um, how much how much effort Capcom has put into their uh into into promoting this as a competitive game that i this is a secret don't tell anyone i am more interested in the street fighter 5 finals no, at evo no. than i am the melee no. finals don't, don't tell anyone say it. it's a no. secret i am i am hyped for street fighter really? 5 finals like i am wow. hyped yes yes good game um okay well my number 2 is so good this is it really could be my number one but um it's called bushido blade oh yeah okay for the for the ps1 oh yeah no game has ever been made like bushido blade uh and i I think there's some people who are just really calling for a revival of that series Mm -hmm. um which i would definitely be on board for that bushido blade was good because it was again a 3d fighter but um the main premise of the game was uh, the importance of weapons. Different characters had different weapons that were unique in their animations, like in their strategies for, for cause maybe one of them would be kind of longer, like a polearm thing. And the other one would be mm-hmm. like a sword, like a katana, you know, and it was very much kind of Japanese samurai, that whole thing, which, you know, I'm a big fan of, but uh, it had that concept of one clean hit and you're dead, you know, like any, just one mm-hmm. strike can kill you. Uh, which was love or hate, uh, but it was really effective. But you can also have, like, like your arms and legs could be damaged, so you would suddenly be slower or go to one-handed, you know, sword fighting. Um, and it had these just crazy, like, it was a 3D fighter, but it was across these kind of big environments where you could run through the, the trees, like, anime style, and, uh, you know, go across some bridge and actually have, like, load times between these different sections of the map, kind of like Dead or Alive, where... If you if you you know push your opponent off of a stage, it'll kind of transform the stage, and you'll go to like the next version of the stage, kind of um, the mm-hmm. next level. So kind of like that, where like you know, it just felt like you were fighting in this sort of anime-centric samurai fighting game, um, but with really interesting strategic combat with the different types of weapons and and their effective use. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean. I, as far as I know, most people that I talked to that have played the game loved it. So I am not sure why this game hasn't had a sequel or re- revitalization in, in recent years. But uh, yeah, big fan of Bushido Blade. That's my number two. Nice. Very nice. Um, my number one uh, is uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee! Okay. <laughs> Specifically melee, specifically melee, and um, I, I think the reason you're expressing surprise at that is because a lot of the um, a lot of the time we spent playing this game competitively was with Super Smash Brothers Brawl, but more specifically a mod of Super Smash Brothers Brawl called Project M, 
which made brawl play more like melee because um a lot of the a lot of specifically the competitive community was not satisfied with the mechanics in brawl um tripping get the random tripping in brawl gets called out a lot just kind of the game speed of brawl is very slow (laughs) so uh project m sped the game up took um took a lot of the more party game style mechanics like like the tripping out um and added some more competitive stated stages rebalanced the roster made the uh, melee characters play more like their melee counterparts and made the new roster um just overhauled their move set and their their uh their mechanics to make them feel like melee characters and good goddamn, uh, we played a lot of melee and a lot of Project M, a whole so lot. So many melee. Yes, uh, and it's fu- like to at a certain point. I'm. This is not a lie. This is not an exaggeration. I calculated based on my in-game time for Super Smash Brothers Melee and my in-game playtime in Super Smash Brothers Brawl which was mostly Project M. I added those those hours together and I calculated how many hours that I have been alive on planet Earth. Uh, <laughs> and point at at a certain point in time 0.1% of my entire life has been spent playing Super Smash Brothers Melee and Super Smash Brothers Project M. That is a yeah. lot of time 0.1% and that's including that's including like me being a baby before you have like you know consciousness and that includes like time spent sleeping that include like 0.1 is a lot of time (laughs) um so yeah that's and that that speaks to how much fun that game is that you can play that game for that long and and still want to play it like I want to go play some smash right now yeah I mean I think I think our, our 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 like our call amongst our friends was just like if we had nothing else to do, we'd just be like, Smash. Yeah, Smash. <laughs> smash. Yeah, Smash. Yeah. yeah. You wanna yeah. play Smash? Just always yeah. Yeah. good. I feel like playing Smash right now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's stop this podcast. Screw this podcast. Smash. Let's play some Smash. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that also uh makes me really excited for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now I have no illusions that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to be another melee. I, it's just not that's just not what that game is going to be but i think that game has more than any other game since melee been designed with the competitive fighting game community in in mind uh so i'm i'm really excited to see what that game is going to become and i uh i mean i'm i'm sure i'm gonna play the crap out of it but uh yeah so don't screw it up nintendo yeah and uh we'll we'll talk about that game a whole lot more i'm sure oh, yeah. at the end of the year oh yeah all right, that's a great number one. Um, my number one may sound familiar because it was so much fun that I put it on my top five twice in a row. It oh. is Deadliest Warrior 2. <laughs> Get out! Get out of here! No, it is not! No, it is not! No! <laughs> no, no it's, Get out of here! It's not really my number one, but, okay. I, but I did put it on the list because... Um, I just want to talk about it again. That game is so good. What? What? You what? (laughs) (laughs) So wait, is that or isn't that your number one? No, I mean, I really did put it as number one on my list. Oh my God. 
Oh my god. Mostly just to get your reaction. I mean, it's kind of a gag. Oh my god. Listen, listeners, listeners, viewers, whatever we're called, don't... Just, I mean, go watch a YouTube video listen, of Deadliest Warrior. Listen, people, and then, people, have we ever steered you wrong with this list? If you've played every game we've talked about in our top five, you've probably <laughs> enjoyed every single one. So, I'm telling you, find a way to play Deadliest Warrior 2. You will not regret it. You will probably regret it. You might regret a little bit, a little bit the next day, probably. <laughs> after after about ten minutes, you'll start regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, realistically, if you were just to take my my list and just shift everything up by one and put Delius Warrior on as number five, that's probably more accurate. Okay, but okay, but I still wanted okay. to. I just wanted to make sure I. I left it for last. I was trying to figure out how Super Smash Brothers <laughs> was your number three. Right, right. That's uh, so for the people who didn't tune in last week, uh, what is under, underrated Warrior games? Two? Underrated games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go listen to that episode, I guess. Yeah. But uh, uh, for the people that don't feel like doing that, give a give a brief explanation of uh, what this stupid game is. <laughs> it's uh, a game developed probably by you know. A couple of 13-year-olds who really liked the History Channel show called Deadliest Warrior. Uh, and it, Was that a History Channel or was that I a Spike know, TV a Spike show? TV I feel show. like that was a Spike yeah, TV show. Yeah, a Spike TV show in, in which the premise is that all of these famous characters like William Wallace and Vlad the Impaler and stuff um, were really had really cool weapons or something. I don't know. Uh, so the game, you get to choose these characters and uh, play as them. And there's lots of gore, and there's lots of chopping up off of like limbs, and there's ridiculous intros and really bad voice acting, uh, and uh, just un- pure unadulterated fun. That's what it is. It's it's very silly. It 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 is it is a good novelty. I will say that about it. Well, I am nothing if I'm not the man who really appreciates novelty things. So, <laughs> God. All right, let's uh, let's move right. on. What what are you endorsing uh, this episode? Uh, this episode, um, well, last episode I, I endorsed the Wheel of Time series, which is my favorite uh, book series of all time, and that got me thinking about playing um, the Wheel of Time role playing game, which is a tabletop role playing game, which I've never played oh. any role playing game ever. Uh, oh my god! But now I've started kind of looking into this world and really getting uh, kind of making character sheets and all this business. So yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna endorse uh, tabletop role playing games. Hell yeah! Uh, That's a great world to get into yeah. if you get like a, a a group of people who are really into it and and want to do some role playing with you. It's it's a good fun. Here's the time. thing: you say that lightly, but really that is probably the most important aspect. I think is finding the right people to play with yep uh because i've been invited to play with many people and hated the experience which is why i never really dealt too deeply into this world yeah but um uh now i'm you know kind of finding taking my time finding the right people asking a lot online and and also looking into virtual play potentially with some oh of my whoa, friends okay, in okay okay but um okay. yeah so so that kind of opens up the ability to play with people who might not be physically nearby um, so it really gives you the opportunity to find the right people to play with, which makes you enjoy this uh, world, I think, a little bit more. Yeah, your 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 game master, your dungeon master, whatever that that can make or break the experience. You gotta yeah. have a good DM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 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 mine. Excellent. Um, I am going to endorse this weekend watching evolution the evolution champion uh, the evolution championship uh, uh of fighting games 
uh evo it is more commonly known mm-hmm. um boy that was a bad delivery <laughs> yeah, no, that was good I, I, you sold okay. me on it okay no I, I just mean my delivery was bad not the oh. endorsement oh, okay. um you want to try again or yeah take two. Right, take two hey hey guys out there i am gonna endorse watching evolution this weekend more commonly known as evo uh <laughs> that was great what's evo uh, thanks thank you i don't know why i had to do like a jackass voice in order to endorse <laughs> hey guys <laughs> um uh evo as we said earlier in the show is the most prestigious and biggest whatever fighting game tournament but um it's 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 a celebration of i mean it's a celebration of fighting games but it's a celebration of video games and the people who play them right because like, these are some of the best video game players. Um, because, okay, so if you watch stuff like Games Done Quick, you can see some of the best players of these video games in the world, right? Beating these games as fast as possible. But they're never competing with each other in that they're never going to head-to-head. Um, and, I mean, yes, there are races at Games Done Quick, but they're, I mean, they're just racing against a clock. They're not... They're not interacting in the game at all. They're not playing. They're not truly playing against each other. They're just playing against the clock, right? They're yeah. just trying to get a better they're, time. They're, they're not staring into the eyes of their enemy, right? You know? Right. That's what fighting games are. This this is truly a, a video game competition. This is celebrating um, uh, the best video game players in the world in in a format where they can definitively prove who is the best player uh and it's and it's the biggest stage the biggest most prestigious you know blah 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 uh it's really a a pretty awesome spectacle and uh i'm excited to watch the games i'm excited to watch the players i've i've gotten invested in these scenes to the point where you know i know a lot of players in the scenes i mean not personally but I know of a lot of the players in the scenes. I know their backstories. I know their play styles. And I have, you know, favorites. And I have people who I'm rooting for to win. And I have uh, people who I'm rooting for to lose, you know, the the villains of the scenes. So you got, like, legendary, like, old school players like uh, Daigo, who, if you don't know Daigo, just Google D-A-I-G-O on YouTube. And almost certainly... Is that the Street Fighter guy? Yes, he is the Street Fighter guy. And almost certainly... I love that video. Almost certainly the first clip you're going to see is from Evolution 20... 2003, I think. Evo 2003, I think, is when it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he old. executed uh, a full parry of Chun-Li Super at zero health and uh, came back to win the game. Uh, it is amazing. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I mean, if you if you don't play Street Fighter Three Third Strike, it's kind of hard to understand what's happening. No, but no, basically, not really. no, not really. That's that's the thing that's great about it. I was gonna say, you know, that even if you're not a fan of these games or like really into the strategy or anything, you can watch a video like that. I did, and I didn't really uh-huh. know the mechanics, and still just feel the the importance of those moments. Exactly, but uh, I I think a lot of the importance of that moment is sold by the crowd reaction, right? Because course, the crowd just yeah. starts going ah and just yeah, starts yeah. losing their mind, right? Yeah, yeah because yeah, the yeah. cool thing that's happening, the unspoken thing that is cool about this, is Daigo is parrying every single hit, and uh, the hits that the parry in Street Fighter Three is like, uh, I don't know, a, a few sixtieths of a second. So yeah. the timing is incredibly strict. 
and yeah. Daigo knew the timing for this super like um, perfect down perfectly and uh yeah, yeah. anyway he will yeah. he will be also uh he and his opponent in that clip justin wong are are both really storied and and have very long careers in the fighting game community they will both be competing in street fighter 5 uh yeah. uh this weekend so i'm very excited to yeah. see them um and i i'm actually gonna drop a bomb on you you probably don't even know about this What's that? Uh, i am also going to endorse going to a website that I created Ooh. called Evo Madness. <laughs> okay. So I was inspired. I was inspired by uh, earlier this year. Uh, obviously, you know when the basketball tournament is going on, they call it March Madness, right? Yeah. And that that uh, sort of the thing that if you're not familiar with college basketball or you know sports sports in general, I guess uh, sort of the, the the common practice is. Once the bracket is set uh, for the NCAA college basketball tournament uh, to try to predict the bracket. So you have, I think in, in, in the NCAA tournament, I think you have 64 college teams. And you're trying to predict the winner and loser of every match at every step. Uh, and then you're trying to predict, um, well, I mean, the overall goal is to predict the winner correctly, but... Uh, you're you're also trying to predict the result of every match correctly, the winner and the loser. Right. Uh, so I thought, why not do that with Evo? Great <laughs> so idea. I created a website called Evo Madness. The URL is evomadness.azurewebsites.net slash home. Uh, and I will probably put it in the YouTube description thing. So you, it, uh, so you can go there and participate in our bracket along with us so now um some of you may be thinking uh wait a minute don't you have to know who is going to be in the bracket uh yes that is the big problem with doing this <laughs> um so the bracket will only be set after pools and semifinals are completed which is going to be Saturday night. So that if you want to participate in this, the timing is the timing window is going to be very strict. Mm. So that is going, you're going to have to go to this website um, either late Saturday night. So that's this Saturday, August uh, 4th or early Sunday morning, uh, which is Sunday, August 5th uh, before uh, the melee finals start. So the three brackets we're going to try to predict, we're going to do the top eight for Super Smash Brothers Melee, the top eight for Tekken 7, and the top eight for Street Fighter V. Um, so you can compete along with us and try to guess and see if you can make a more accurate bracket than we will. That sounds awesome. Um, I'm definitely going to be joining in for that. Yeah, I will remind you. Okay. So that is evomadness.azurewebsites.net slash home. Um, yeah, go watch Evo. It's a good time. I'm also, here's the other thing I'm excited about for Evo. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I hope there's some character reveals for Smash Ultimate. Right. I'm hoping there will be some character reveals for maybe Street Fighter V. Right. We know the next character is going to be G. Hopefully they make him playable. Maybe we get a date for Sagat. Maybe we get a sneak peek at some of the Season 4 characters. Uh, I know there's been some DLC rumored for Tekken 7. Another wave, uh, Season 2 of DLC for Tekken 7 for a long time. Maybe that'll get announced. Maybe Mortal Kombat 11 will get announced. Whoa. Maybe we'll see some new stuff for Soul Calibur 6. Yeah. Maybe we'll see some new stuff for DOA 6. Oh. It's a big, big celebration of fighting games. It's going to be awesome. That is this weekend, Evo. Sweet. Watch it. All right. Sounds good.
All right, and that's our show, right? Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. I gotta go eat dinner. All right, we suck, and we don't have our next episode planned yet, but uh, we will do that as soon as we sign off. All right. (laughs) So for the Good Games Podcast, I am James. I'm Leo. Goodbye! See ya. How good do you feel about beating up a panda? Come on, man. Oh, I feel great about it. Fucking That makes no sense. <laughs> the punch beats everything. <laughs> it has armor on it. Crazy, it has armor on it. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Holy oh, hell. Do that. Okay. Yeah, let's do that over and over. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Oh, God. That was so broken. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Balls. I hope this does a lot of damage. Here comes the buyer. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Oh, that yeah. counter hit! Oh, yeah. oh. God damn it! Fuck you! <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Oh! Oh, there it is. Oh, oh, nope. No, you got this right, man. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm figuring out how to play Tekken, I think. <laughs> Find the bullshit armor moves? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh! oh! oh Jesus. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough of that. Okay. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this. That's good shit.